Come on in, guys. Welcome back to Talking Llama. Matt Hambidge back here after a week off, but Jared, you and Chris held it down. Well done. Thank you for doing that. No, thank you. Opportunity of a lifetime. I didn't know it meant that much to you. Yeah, you know, it's one of the favorite seasons uh, that I've ever seen. So I, I figured, you know, a couple times now you've let me step in and uh, even even gave Chris a shot. So I'm sure he appreciates that. <laughs> Well, it's funny you said that with dripping with sarcasm, but it's funny <laughs> because yet again, four weeks in a row, we got a at least decent episode of Survivor. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It it was, it was so bad, and now it's like, oh, okay. They're letting the players play. But before we get into the episode, did you hear the news? The oh, Survivor no. News. Break me the news. I, I, I debated texting you today or if I wanted to get your genuine reaction on the pod. And I obviously went with the latter because that's going to be more fun. As has been rumored, which we discussed a couple of weeks ago, it is now official that starting with Survivor 45, Survivor will have 90 minute episodes. Wow. Oh, OK. What a what a strange. I just think it's strange, like the ratings are. I would assume lower now than they have been in past seasons. And now they decide to make the show longer. Yeah. I didn't read the full article on it. Just kind of the, the cliff notes on what was there. So I don't know if they gave full reasoning as to what the thought process was there. I'll try to pull up an article now and see if there's any quotes from the network or anything. Um, but yeah, full 90-minute episodes along with The Amazing Race. So it's not just a Survivor thing. It is a full, um, not a full, but a, a network decision. Okay. Maybe and the uh, like the trademark reality show for every station. Because what, like the, uh, the Bachelor is what, like six-hour episodes? That, <laughs> like uh, The Voice and American Idol are like two at least. Feels like it. Um, maybe that's what's going on here. I don't know. So there, there was some thought that with, which I'm sure you're staying on top of the, the writers guild of America's is on, is on strike right now. And reality TV is not affected by that. So there's some thought that they said, Oh, with this strike, it's probably going to go a while. Let's pad our reality TV. But it also extends at least through the next spring cycle. So that means at a minimum, 45 and 46 are getting the full uh, the full bump in episode time, which, oh, is, interesting, yeah. which is interesting because I, I haven't been able to find confirmation on filming dates for 45, but if it's similar to 41 and 43, so 41 filmed April 15th to May 10th and 43 filmed May 2nd to May 27th, 45 is either filmed or filming or 
almost done filming. So it'll be interesting that in terms of a game format, if they were to change the game to fit the 90 minutes, 45 maybe couldn't be affected by that so much if they didn't, depending on how much they knew going into filming. So 46 is probably going to be the real test of if they're learning the right lessons from what they can do with more time. Like, and I have to mention here because it makes perfect analogy, Australian Survivor, with their longer episodes this past season, there were no gimmicks, there were no free free immunity twists or any, any dumb stuff like that. They just let the players fill the time. And it was a terrific season, as I've said many times here before. But as we discussed, you like that show, little bit, just a little bit. Okay, I know it's I know it's hard to tell. I don't I don't talk about it often or really say how much I like it or not. So yes, just so people are are cleared up on that confusion, I do like it just a little bit. But I think the week we were talking about the rumor was in the midst of the atrocious stretch. So production says, oh, we've got 90 or 30 extra minutes. Let's add in 13 more twists this season. One more prep episode. It's going to be brutal. So so it all depends on what lesson they take from other shows or whatever they're they're doing to back up their decision to add time to the to the show. So I'm excited, but it's very tempered. Yeah. Well, first off, I mean the reasoning uh for the episode extension is way better with what you have than uh, my speculation. So let's let's go with that. What was your um, speculation? No, my speculation was just that they're trying to fall in line more with the other uh, trademark reality shows of other networks, which was wildly speculative. But um, some would say irresponsibly speculative. But we do here. You, yeah. Um, no, that that makes way more sense if there's just less being written. So, um, yeah. So, so that that is a that is one thing that's out there. But because they, I don't know if they had to confirm for two seasons. That might have been something they just did for one season officially, because hopefully the 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 strike will be up by the time forty six starts filming. So it, it might have played into it, but I, I wouldn't think that would be the driving force. It might have been like the the convincing factor on top that maybe Probst was pushing for this. And he said, hey, we're going to need more programming next fall, most likely. So give it a shot. And maybe that's what happened. Um, I think that'd be more likely than anything. Or not than anything, be more likely than the strike being the main thing. That it was just okay. kind of a, one more one more point in the show's favor to give it a shot, but it's kind of like the twenty six day season. Once you do it, how do you really go back? Unless it's an absolute disaster, like I'm talking, like the worst episodes from this season, but premiere through finale, like no break from how bad it is. I I don't see you know it's kind of a you can't put the toothpaste back in the tubes type situation. What it feels like, yeah. Um... You kind of have to go all in, and I will full tilt boogie, as some would say. I I was debating if I wanted to to go back to the David Pumpkins well, or uh, if I decided, yeah, the I overused the full tilt boogie enough last time, but um, yeah, that's a good point. I this is, and it's not just like that in 
TV, it's just a general, like, it's just a general thing where if you change something, you're not going back. And like when you fundamentally change something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Um, so, well, I guess we haven't even, haven't even gotten to, uh, episode tonight is there any any other things you got to tell me we i, no, I feel I, like i'll just say that one of the reasons that south africa and australia's longer episodes work so well is when you spend so much time in the camp that they cast very well and that's another thing that Ruh-roh. you and i have had issues with is the types of people like the personalities that they're casting that they're not they're they're also like similar yeah. for the most part that seeing just more of that maybe won't be the most fun now if we get a whole bunch of jam jams and carolins and dannies and you know the the highlights of each of these the new era seasons you know that's asking a lot but begging you survivor cast some some assholes cast some people who are just bad people it's fun to watch bad people go up in flames on the show when have having other people just take them to task over how terrible they are it's enjoyable people like seeing people get shit on when they deserve to yep uh well maybe they'll use uh, chris's audition tape that he just did if they're going with that strategy <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how it turned out i i heard rumors um yeah yeah there's a lot that would have to go right i think like in theory, they don't have to do a, they don't have to do much to make the show better with ninety minute episodes. But with what we've seen, I feel like a lot has to go right at the same time. And uh, exactly, yeah, I'm glad they're giving it a chance, though. Yep, yep. I I have a feeling forty five will be fine in in terms of how the edit works, in terms of like the balance of everything. Now, if the twists are still dumb, you know, a bad twist is a bad twist. Regardless of how you frame it. Um, 46, I'm a, I'm definitely a little more worried for. So that's a ways away. It's a year away. We'll we'll see. But yeah, let's let's hop into this week's episode here. Um, normal stuff. Carolyn is upset over being left out of the Franny vote. Um Carson and Jam Jam has some damn control. Jam Jam. Th- this is I like this from Jam Jam. He he knew how Carolyn would react, but he also knew that taking out Franny when they had the chance had to be done, and he would just deal with Carolyn. And he he did. He, I mean, they they voted together ultimately at the at the end of the day. So, I mean, he might be the winner of the episode in that sense that he got out who he wanted last week, pissed off an ally, won her back to his side, and they voted together again. Yeah. Yep. More, more strong play from him. Um, and I was very happy. I was, I was worried because we've been really praising Carolyn a lot. And this episode started off just like, Oh no, like she's not going to be able to handle getting left out of one vote. Like this is going to torpedo her entire season. And she got it together pretty fast. Yeah. She, she was inconsolable kind of right away. And I, I tend to give people 
like that night, you know, act however you want. Can't remember where I saw this. If this was a movie or an actual like speech of a game, it's like take tonight, get pissed off, hate, you know, hate this loss. And then tomorrow get back to work. And I feel like that's probably a movie or a show and it's going to bug the hell out of me that I can't think of where I, where I heard that or saw that, but back on track here that's that's what i view kind of that first vote out and obviously in the social game you need to keep it in check to a degree you can't be you know berating people or you know getting physical or anything like that but be upset be be pissed off be you know be alone for a little bit that's what you need but then the next day get right back into it um because if you let that take over then then you're just screwed and that's what that seems to be what you did here yeah so you're saying i overreacted to Carolyn overreacting. Yeah, but I'll, I'll give you tonight to okay to, to deal with it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your grace. And then Danny. Danny wants to figure out who voted for him because he had one vote from Heidi, um, who he ironically views as his closest ally. And they don't take the e- Someone mentions, oh, it was probably Franny, but that's just the easy route. Just say, just... If he asked you, just oh yeah, it was Franny. It must have been Franny. It's 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 the easiest thing to do. Although Jam Jam then does tell Danny that it was Heidi, and I thought I thought this was a really fun scene because Danny one doesn't believe Jam Jam, but then nails the reasoning for why Jam Jam told him because Jam Jam <laughs> Jam Jam wanted to tell Danny to split up Heidi and Danny, which makes sense. Great play, two allies, one voice for the other. Get him get him at the charge's throats. I'm not going to vote for you. Was his thinking. And then Danny goes, yeah, I don't, I don't believe him. That's just a story he was telling to get, to get us to, to split up. Like, I love it. It's great. Yep. Is Danny the worst player we've seen in recent memory at believing two true stories? What was the other one? Uh, the one from last week about um, the idol going away with Kane. Oh, yeah. I, I don't remember what he, he said something. I remember what he said tonight. He, he said something he like... He just, like, 0% chance he believed either one. Just instantly was no. No. Nope. Yeah, t- tonight he says, yeah, you couldn't get a bunch of, of first graders to believe this story. Yeah, yeah. He was equally convinced that uh, the idol story was a lie, that it went home with Kane. I, I, do, I do like how he was trying to think so logically about it, that he's saying... Why would Heidi vote for me? How does how would that benefit her game? And then giving her the benefit of the doubt that she would be too smart to vote for her ally at that point in time <laughs> and be the only one to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, well, lost a good, we lost a good one. We did. Um, I, you know, I will say he kind of cooled off for me over the season. There are some people that have picked up steam and I've really started to like more. And I had a lot of hope for Danny at first. And he, he was, he was a fine, you know, personality to have on the show, but I don't, I'm not devastated that he's gone. Like I was when like Cody left. True. I I do think, yeah, I do think Danny was very top heavy on the edit early on that he started off so strong. Um, and then I don't know if he fell off in terms of like his antics and energy or if they just start telling a different story with 
you know, with him going out early, earlier in the game than, you know, the final, actual final few players. But yeah, I would have liked to see some of that, that energy. Like, when he gets voted out, he does a freaking Robert De Niro impression, which show that had to have been, if, if not the first time he did the impression, there had to be more things like that that he was doing at camp. Like, show us some of that. If, yeah. Again, if that's what they use the 90 minutes for, show us how these players bond. Show us why player A is so tied to player B. Show us things like that. Because if you see someone doing an impression, no matter how good or bad it is, you see a couple players cracking up at it and a couple players just kind of giving them a cursy laugh or like rolling their eyes, that's key information. And it takes 30 seconds of airtime to go, to, 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 to do. Show us a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Well, at least we know he can breathe rapidly with his stomach. <laughs> Very true. All every little piece is good to know, Jerry. You need to know everything. Uh, I could have done without that. More De Niro, less stomach breathing. I'm with you on that one. Robert De Niro, age 79, just uh, became a father to his seventh child. Big news. <laughs> big big news for for all the movie fans out there. Gosh. Uh. Yep. <laughs> that one that one is new to me too. Well, the the big the big giant movie fan that you are. I'm I'm, I'm shocked you didn't beat me to the punch of announcing that. Yeah, if I'm if I'm not keeping up with major survivor news, I'm, there's no chance on movie news. It is actually pretty hilarious timing though that that literally just happened and then and then Danny does that impression tonight. Yeah. The the universe has a way True. Look, look at that little higher power shout out, Jared. <laughs> um, but Tika contingent, those three, they've been kind of running the game for the most part. Um, and the rest of the tribe is maybe starting to finally see the light. And they they all kind of hone in on Jam Jam just with how likable he is. I mean, they all say how much they like him. And I think this is um, Danny, Heidi, and, and Jamie, maybe some combination of those, or maybe Lauren. Um, and that that's a huge threat. He's a big personality. He's, he's very likable. No one's gonna have a personal problem with him. And he's made some pretty, some pretty good strategic moves, some good social relationships that he's a clear threat at the end. As, I mean, as are Carson and, and Carolyn. Um, so there may be, maybe inkling towards jam jam. But of course, when you win the immunity challenge, it goes out the window. Love when that happens, especially when it's one of my favorite players. Were you surprised when we got to the immunity challenge and it was, the breathe through the great in the ocean challenge, the one that Owen and Carla beat last season. I don't know how I would be surprised or not surprised. There's like so many that it could be. Um, I was just kind of surprised they went back to it so soon, but like not really. Uh, yeah. At this point, we've just seen everything so many times like, Oh, okay. It's this one. Like I, I, they literally beat the challenge. Not just that they won the challenge. They they beat the literal challenge. And then a season later, <laughs> they bring it back. Yeah, that's... Now, I, I'd be curious to hear if... I'm guessing someone's going to ask Probst about this. He does a few interviews, kind of post-episode about what happened. I'd imagine this gets asked somewhere along the way. So I'll be curious to read those one see if it gets brought up and what his what his reasoning was 
you know, maybe they bring out their, their challenge gear or set up for, for two scenes at a time. And it, it was just, e- it was easier and, and more, you know, and smoother for the pro- whole process to just do it and bank on that not happening again. Maybe they put it out deeper in the ocean. So there would be less of a chance to, you know, just wait out the high tide. Who knows what happened, but it was very weird that two players beat the, beat the ocean. They beat the ocean, Jared. That's that's no small feat. And no. then just bring it back right away. I I so bad wanted that to happen again. It would have been a really nice touch for this season. Like, but I don't know. It kind of falls in line with this season getting better that like something really, really hilariously bad would not happen right now. It wouldn't have been as bad as last season just with that choose your champion advantage that that, <laughs> that Cody had. Yeah. Yeah. We, in, I mean, just for the challenge. name, we got to bring that back though. We got to bring that back. Yeah. What, what vote was that? Was that, was that right now too? Cause I thought, um, that was episode. It was also episode 11. Where's the season summary? Is it, I on on the the podcast Jeff does? Um, there was one a couple weeks ago that was so frustrating to listen to. It was basically like which it was. It, they were talking about some of like the most controversial like twists or advantages, things like that, and what's coming back and what's not. And what might come back, what's undecided. And Jeff just has a fundamental misunderstanding of fans' complaints of a lot of things. It was well, that would explain how the show has gotten to where it is. Yes. It was it was funny, but it was like, oh man, this guy is just so in the weeds on everything right now. He just can't he just can't get his mind out of out of it. Um and I thought the choose your champion came up. Um and I thought he said they were they were doing it again. But let me see here. So that's the Sammy vote. We'll wait till there's five people left. Okay. The more so immunities, the better. Let's see. Again, riveting, riveting content right now. Uh, Sammy. That was final six. So. Still the chance. Or final seven, because Sammy. Didn't okay, vote. well that so was, was it. it. It was final seven. Um. So yeah, same same episode, same vote. I I would hope they wouldn't bring it bring it in. Past past this, but who knows? The show has done dumber things before. But and maybe maybe it won't be in every season. That's what most of those should be. It's not like a guaranteed. This is going to happen every season. It's here's a thing in our in our little bag of tricks. Might happen. Might not. Might be final seven, might be final nine. You don't know what's gonna happen. That's like that's the perfect way to utilize something like choose your champion, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's well, we've talked about that. Like do something that will catch us off guard. And yeah. Um, but we talk about it more as like tribal council where I need to go in kind of knowing something and then you mix it up. Like, yeah. We, we know generally 
when this happens, like when this choose your champion thing comes in, but maybe they, they pop it out like two weeks earlier and, Oh, okay. Like, yeah, maybe they don't have it on one season. That would be a surprise, but let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves. They've only shown it one time. Exactly. Yep. Um, but jam jam, our boy jam jam outlast Heidi wins immunity. What a guy happy. So happy for him. Yeah, everyone in his family is athletic. All three of them. <laughs> like, what a time! What a time to mention that. It's like I know, like you're, you're very proud of winning immunity, like in a challenge. But it's like this is the one challenge you like literally don't move. Yes, that I that was not <laughs> was not lost in me. And it's funny because like I was, I was thinking this tonight watching it. Like so many people including us from time to time, rag on, on the players were saying, oh, I've never imagined I'd win a challenge. I know for damn sure, if I, w- if I once have won a challenge, I'd be saying the exact same stuff. Be like, there's no way I'd come out here to win a challenge with how you know small and average I am at everything that we're doing out here that I would never think I was going to win a challenge. It feels awesome. I'd be saying the same stuff. Yeah, well, it's like, what do you say in that moment when Jeff is like, what does this feel like? Just, I was expecting like, Uh. Yeah, no, I didn't. Wasn't expecting to do this today. I'm a little yeah. pissed off. It took me this long to win one, Jeff. To be honest, I should have won more. <laughs> no, I've, well, I've been trying to lose them until now. <laughs> Interesting strategy. That that's Maybe. Chris. I saw Chris a couple times over the weekend, and he was asking me what I liked in the episode, and that's what I was thinking of. I knew there was something that I was completely blanking on. It's like, oh, that's a really good point and really interesting thought that's what it was so chris when you listen to this that's my answer from from when you asked me on whatever day you asked me friday or saturday there it is yep yep the next evolution of the game that we may never see we'll see but yeah probably not um so pre-tribal danny wants to go up to carson and he even talks about how much he likes carson he says if i cloned myself and saw myself at final tribal against carson i might vote for carson love it Yep, that's a good quote. Need need more like that. Just not a lot of creativity in the uh, in the confessionals. Mm-hmm. I'd agree. We just get Carson talking about how a three three split is a majority critica. <laughs> <laughs> a lot tonight. Yep, big stuff. I want I want to talk about that now since I mentioned it. Is he counting one of the other three as like a firm number? Or is he uh, just assuming that a tie is as good as a majority? Well, is it because there's three tribes that they're coming from? Is it three, two, one? Because that could be what he's thinking of. Yeah, it's it's um, Heidi and Danny were together and, and Jamie. And then Lauren. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they were all. They were different tribes. Or there are two tribes. So Heidi was Soka Soka. Lauren was Ratu Ratu, yeah, and Jamie was Ratu Soka. Maybe that's it. But still. Still not great logic. No, because when there's a clear three, the other three are going to band together against you three. Yeah. Making it a 3-3 split. And he said that so many times tonight. Now, <laughs> he he's the rocket scientist. Maybe I should be inclined to, to believe him when it comes to numbers over myself. Admittedly not a rocket scientist, Jared. Don't know if, that, if you knew that about me. I did. Yep. Yep. I got that. Yeah. Um, 
maybe just didn't build this math model like he did all of his other uh, challenges and stuff. I I lost it when he said he he trained the challenge in his bathtub. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like everything they do, he's ready for. <laughs> I re- I respected that way more than the three D model printing of puzzles. Yeah. That that's just like. I have the money and the resources to buy a 3D printer and use it and then practice these things with the point of memorization. But just go in your bathtub and just just trying this out is is a it's a hilarious visual because I'm assuming it's a regular bathtub where you're not you don't have like you you don't have anywhere close to full range of motion on anything. <laughs> Maybe you built a huge bathtub. <laughs> 3D 3D printed a new tub. Yeah. I mean, you could. Yep. Just for this challenge. Mine are standing standing with a 3D printer. You can print anything, I think. I don't know if there's a size. It's probably some size limit at some point. Yeah, depends how big the printer is. Is that how it works? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's all stuff we do know. I know more about it, at least. I'll build um, a 3D printer. Can you can you 3D print a 3D printer? <laughs> Let's just, stop. Just never had them. Never <laughs> ending access to the printers. Anyway. I love this moment with with Carolyn and Danny. Danny tells her it's a split between Jamie and Lauren, and Carolyn goes, "Oh, that's a real plan or the fake plan?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I mean, phenomenal moment. Obviously, he's going to say it's the real plan because, mm-hmm. like, what, what what's the alternative? Like, what is what does she think she's getting by asking that question? And what is he supposed to say when he's so, answering? More than any other episode this week, I got the impression that Carolyn was just done with Danny. I don't know yeah. if it's outright dislike or just annoyance or she just wants him out of the game for strategic and you know win capability reasons. But she just seemed like she was having none of anything he was doing. Yeah. It makes it funnier that he went home too, but how so? Just just because it's like, yep, Carolyn's done. Like she knows he's going home and she's just gonna like be terrible to him for the rest of the time. So do you think her her read on the other side wanting to target Carson was a good read, or she was just so out on Danny that she couldn't see anything else? I I'll give her the benefit and say it was a good read. Yeah, I I'd agree. I think there's a there's a little bit of just blind mistrust of Danny. Like she didn't even give from, from what we saw. Again, always a good caveat to mention that there's way more that we're not seeing. So maybe there's something else that he said or how he just said something that got back to her. Maybe. Um, to clue her in on the, the real plan. But from what we saw, it was just like, Danny says one thing, and she goes, no, don't believe it, just by default. Because it didn't seem like he was shifty or, you know, all the supposed telltale signs of when someone is lying or being dishonest. He didn't seem to be doing any of that. So it must just be either being with someone in close proximity for that long, you can just tell, or or it was just blind mistrust. I think, I, I do agree, I'm, I'm leaning more towards good read, but I think there could have been a little bit of Anything Danny said, she just wasn't going to buy. Well, she also could have read that she was the one going home, but she like correctly read that it was Carson. That's a good point. But 
I think I think yeah, that's probably a good point that she probably has a read on the rest of the group that they most likely probably would target him first over her. So she would think they would go for him next. We'll yeah, go I, with I, that. I was just so taken with how just like outwardly not like not mean or like rude, but it was just it was just so obviously abrasive and just stonewalling. It was it was great. Yeah, it was like quick too. like just at least how they edited where. Yeah, he tells the plan and just just right there, like not even not even like going to ask around and then going up to him and being like, so is that the real plan or the. Or the fake well, even, plan. Was even, just at, like... even at tribal, Danny Danny makes that joke that basically is siding with Carolyn. She goes, Yeah, Danny, that's what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? Maybe there's some story behind that. Oh, good stuff. Um so Carolyn then talks to Carson, says that she does think it's him, but she does have an idol. And she's willing to play it for him. But I love this because this is this is exactly when the paranoia is going to set in. You tell someone I'm willing to play the idol for you, and then you start to think, but what if they plan for that and vote for me instead? My idol is wasted. You get all of this second guessing. So then she says, maybe I should play it for myself. Maybe I should not play it at all. Maybe I should switch to Heidi, who probably doesn't have an idol, who actually does have an idol, which is the funny part. Um. So yeah, I. I was intrigued going into tribal and I was a few minutes behind at first when you texted me, I'm intrigued. Was that about that part? Yeah. It was just like, what is going to happen at tribal? Because like, I feel like there's something really, really fun and interesting that could happen here, but I'm not sure if it will come true. Gotcha. Gotcha. But that's what happens when you go in with a little bit of an idea. (laughs) Like, you're yeah we well at least how i read it we go to tribal and it could be three of six people it could but the general idea is that carolyn is going to play her idol i would be a little surprised if she didn't at this point and we know some combination of who the votes are going to be on but we don't know how it's going to play out like once the idol is played or not played. True. Yeah. I mean, there, there was a, a little bit more like, yeah, you, you knew like what the two sides were thinking. It still just happened to be multiple people could be targeted, but you, you, you knew where each contingent sat. Although did we really see anything about how they got Jamie and Lauren, the Tika, how they got those two to vote with them? I don't think we did. Um, because that's, yeah. I mean, granted, they had voted for Carson be a moot point, but that's I thought you, that's the vote. Yeah, maybe maybe like Danny was reading it wrong or something, but I thought they had a clip where someone said like, "I think Jamie and Lauren are with us," or like, "I think they're really with us." Yes, but but do we see anything? To show us why. I no. If I don't remember who said they were with them, I yeah, I definitely don't remember why. I'm pretty sure Carson said that, but I don't remember seeing because I remember that striking me as, as thinking, oh, that's interesting. That feels like something important they could show us. If only they had 30 extra minutes, Jim. 
Yeah, maybe someday. But they did switch, whatever the, the reasoning behind it was. And Carolyn does play her idol after taking seemingly all of the time in the world to make her vote. What was she doing with her hands? I think she was counting. She, was she was counting votes? Like yeah. how different. That's what I was assuming. But it feels... I was trying to think this through because your idol for Carson either saves him and your plan works, saves him and you go home, or vice versa. You play it for yourself and Carson goes home, you play it for yourself and your plan works, they vote vote for you. I'm not going to lie. I think she counted wrong. Like, because what? She was probably... Like... What she should have been counting is how many votes are going on Danny, right? And like, if they're splitting between two other people, do I have to play my idol if there's going to be more votes on Danny than Carson anyway? Yes. And there were, and she still played it. But I don't, I don't know. See, again, would have been good to see the the Heidi, I'm sorry, the Jamie Lorne of it all. Because if she if she trusted Carson that Jamie and Lauren were with them, she would have known not to play her idol, or she didn't have to play her idol. Yeah. I take back my praise. I didn't have enough going in. <laughs> Never do. But yeah, I don't know what she was doing. And then what are your thoughts on the initial Lauren vote? That she can then cross off and change to Danny. That's yeah. Don't don't have any idea what that would have been. I was trying to think because because before is Jamie and Lauren was. Are you counting on your fingers right now? No, I'm thinking in my head. Oh, counting on my on the brain stems. Um, Jamie and Lauren was the fake plan. Oh, yeah, I I had a really terrible thought. I'm not going to say it. Now you have to say it. (laughs) It's like maybe she was going to pretend like she was voting with the fake plan that they gave her at first. And then but I'm like, but she played the idol for Carson. So like, obviously, she knew that something was up anyway. Hmm. Interesting. Um, but, I mean, that's the episode. Danny's voted out. Tika has their majority according to Carson. But, did you watch the next week on? I did, yeah. Could be like some, some drama. Some Tika Civil War, which which we need because it could be a very boring final two weeks if those three do just stick together. It could be. It shows they're playing smart too, which I I appreciate smart gameplay when there's a survivor title and a million dollars on the line. Yes. Usually, usually you would. The the thing is though, if those three went to Final Tribal, I'd be guaranteed to be satisfied with the winner. I would too, but I mean for I me, also would have like no emotional investment at the same time because like I wouldn't be like sitting there hoping that 
Jamie doesn't win. <laughs> yeah, I, I see that. Um, so it will be interesting on on how it goes. Because I feel like if any of those three go to final three without the other two, they, they walk away with the game. They should at least. Yes, they they should. But yeah, who knows? Like, because the jury is a, a strange thing. You don't know who. You don't know who has built the strongest relationships in a season like this because they don't show us anything. So, yeah, I, I, I guess it would be hard to surprise me like. At final tribal with pretty much anything because I don't know the tribe dynamics very well. The the thing the thing that that leads me I mean I I'd be I I'd be very surprised if if Heidi, Jamie or Lauren wins the game. For for one main reason is that even with the kind of the more under the radar players that have come out and won, you know, like Erica for example, we there's still like a narrative you can go back and and play. And you can say, here was where her story started. This is the story they're telling. Jam Jam, Carolyn, Carson all have that, like a clear, here is their story. And Heidi, Jamie, and Lauren don't. Jamie's is how wrong she always is. She did it again today. Uh, it was, she was like, isn't it great to just be on top? Like, or something like that, like knowing exactly where the votes are going. I forget what it was, but she's like, this is so much fun. Yeah, the game's moving fast. I'm loving it. That at it, her game would have had to, her story would have had to have turned or started to turn by now, I would hope, if she was going to win. And Jamie and Lauren, they don't really have a cohesive, like consistent story. But the other, the Tika 3 you can trace it back to the premiere of what each of their stories are. And for the show to have a satisfactory winner outside of a strategy standpoint, what happens in the game, they need to demonstrate why this player won outside of they won all these challenges or they made this one move. There has to be some sort of build up to it from a narrative standpoint. And those three all have it. The other three don't. True. Yep. But speaking speaking of Jamie, um, I I had I heard this pose on one of the R Hat podcasts talking to Adam Klein last week that I'd love to get your 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 opinion on. So you've got Matt who gets who gets voted out. Basically, everything in the game went wrong for him. He couldn't vote for a while. Everything goes against him, but he knows it's happening. He's fighting against it, but it's just a real rough outing. Gets voted out. Jamie has been basically wrong on every single sentence she said in the game, but doesn't know it and is having the time of her life. <laughs> which experience would you rather have? If you're not going to win the game as either of those, which experience would you rather have? <laughs> uh, I think I'd rather be Matt. I like that's weird to say because he's gone way earlier, but like, I would want my experience in the game to be that I was like plugged into the game and I knew what was happening. See, I, I, I think I would agree. Adam Klein, which he, he said, he said, Jamie, cause when you're on the Island, she's having fun. Matt was having a lot of struggles. So like I, I see the reasoning that Jamie 
yes, she's very out of it. She isn't real. She, as far as she knows, she's she is plugged in. So she, that full realization wouldn't come until months later. Which yeah, is it part you, of my experience? Find, yeah, if you can find the humor in that after the fact, I can see it. Um, but if not, then yeah, knowing knowing you're Matt and knowing that like yeah, I had my finger on the pulse. I just I could never just stay above water. Yeah, I I think it, if it's part of my experience that I watched the show back and realized <laughs> like how clueless I looked, then I would not want that to be my experience. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun question though. It is because Jamie Jamie to her credit is having maybe the most fun of anybody. Yeah, I think I think that Rob might be onto something with that podcast. He should try to make a thing of it. Make yeah. a career out of that. Ah, well, Jared, final six, two weeks left. Yeah, it it feels like it's going really late into May. Is that weird? No, I think that's about right. May 24th finale? Okay. I mean, 42 finished on May 25th. Okay. Winners at okay. war, war was May 13th. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. It's like two weeks behind what it was pre-production changes. Well, um, Ghost Island was May twenty-third. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure the winners at war. There's a lot of uh, weird circumstances around airing that. Yeah. So between that, like May fifteenth, and right before Memorial Day, is kind of. When it seems to to, okay. to finish on the on the spring season. All right. Well, I I was starting to get a little bit excited tonight about just like finding out who wins. So that's I guess that's a good sign. Yeah, and after next week we'll have a we'll have a good maybe feel on who's gonna who's gonna take it home. Um, but I I want to see some bloodshed. Let us get some drama in these last last two weeks, last couple hours of the season. That can always make for good TV. Yeah, I know. I at the same time though, I like don't want any of these people ruined for me like forever because I I want to I want to have my very fond memories of Jam Jam and Carolyn, and if they're gonna just <laughs> really really go after each other and it's gonna be ugly, it's. It's gonna well, be they, tough. They can do it without getting ugly. They can they can just say they can, yeah. I need to vote the other out so I can win the game. You said bloodshed though. Yeah, well I guess I guess just allies turning on each other when they maybe weren't okay. expecting it to. Okay. So Jared, I, I started prepping um my tier lists that we're debating what oh, not to do. Nice. <laughs> there is so much work in that. Just, really? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I knew it going in, but then, so I started, I listed out, I just went through each season. I'm only, I'm only like 10 seasons in. Listed out the boot order of each, of each season and separated them into jury and the one person who's voted out post-merge pre-jury, which is a pretty common theme early on. Can't remember how long that goes. Um, And like which players return, which players are only pre-mergers and like all that stuff. 
I, I, I'm still in for it, but these are going to be some long episodes. I, I love it. And a lot of players who I do not remember. Okay. Yeah. I, this is where, this is where you're going to need my uh, expertise because yes. I've seen all of these seasons twice within the last approximately four years. Yes. I'll be leaning on you heavily and, and hopefully Chris will have some, some better memory as well. in some of these, some of these people, but I think I'm 10 seasons in and I have three or four for sure S tier players. 10 seasons in starting from the front or the back front. Okay. That sounds about right. I think I'll have probably one. One through the first 10. <laughs> no, just one total. Oh, one total. No, oh, Tony. Oh, coach. coach. That'd be pretty. That'd be, that'd be tough. If you could only have one, one S tier player, who is it? Yep. That that's that's one thing we'll, we'll need to discuss. We have a lot of kind of ground rules and framework to discuss. This. Can we limit the S tier players? Exactly how we want to do it, but that'll be an off off mic discussion. The other thing I'm gonna mention while I'm thinking of it is more creative names for the tiers than just S A B C D E F whatever it is. Is how many tiers and some some funny or creative names, survivor specific or not, to to make it. Yeah. Uh, well, S S. I mean, we should probably make it full tilt boogie. Do we we'll work on it? We'll work we, on it. I I like it. I feel like if that's in there, it, it has to be the top, just because of the, just because of the name or bottom. Ooh, throw it for a loop there. But yes. But yeah, one thing to consider, and Chris, when you're listening to this, that's on you as well, on all three of us, come up with some creative names for the tiers. But um, we're kind of rambling, so that's probably time to sign off, wouldn't you say? Uh... And... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not going to ramble. <laughs> also, one last ramble. Go look up Joey Gallo's sliding catch double play tonight. It's hilarious and awesome. Will do. That's for everyone out there. Twin superstar, Joey Gallo. Say no home runs, guys. He's doing it again. <laughs> Striking out too. Again. Pay them dingers. That's what you pay the man for. <laughs> anyway, now we're officially officially <laughs> rambling. Um, so this is Talking Llama, not a baseball podcast. If you hadn't, if you forgot, follow us on Twitter at Llama Talk Pod, on Instagram at Talking Llama Pod. And be sure to subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, anywhere else. We are there. For Jared Sundin, this is Matt Hambidge, and we will see you next time for another scoop of the Christmas.